Welcome back to the Mackinac on Michigan show brought to you by the Mackinac Center's Frank Beckman Center for Journalism here on WJR. I'm Kelly Cobb. And I'm Jared Skorup. Uh, going back, sticking with Lansing, really, we there's another number of bills out there uh, that are concerning, uh, to say the least. But one package uh, makes us scratch our heads because it's it's a sequel. And I can think of like maybe three good sequels to films ever <laughs> made. Uh, but for some reason, the Democrats in Lansing want to do a sequel to the film tax credits package and bring it back from the from from the dead. Uh, and and we've got Greg Leroy on the phone from Good Jobs First to tell us why it was a terrible idea to begin <laughs> with and why we should not have any subsidies or tax credits for the film industry here in Michigan again. Greg, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Kelly. Great to be with you. So big picture, Greg, we're not sure what's going to happen with this package, but can you go backwards a little bit for us and just tell us, you know, why there's a lot of states out there that have film tax credits. They try to draw Hollywood in to their states and think it's going to bring all this money and all these jobs. What's the reality that we see after now having years of these states having these tax credits and these subsidies on the books? Yeah, the the big picture is, uh, you're right, about 35 states have some form of these film credits or incentives on the books. And in our opinion, 35 states are making a terrible mistake because every single credible study that's ever been done by a state auditor, by an independent accounting firm, you know, says for every dollar a state spends on film incentives, maybe it gets back 15 cents or 18 or 20 cents. I mean, these are gigantic losers for taxpayers. There's nothing you can do to tweak the edges of these programs to make them work for taxpayers, period. Wow. Yeah, I, Greg, I, I you know, it, this is like gambling. Uh, you know, <laughs> it, it, the return is terrible, uh, but people have a lot of fun. And so, I mean, in Michigan, that was the really the I, I can't think of a government RRI program that did worse. Uh, so we spent five hundred million. We got a couple of we got a hundred to two hundred jobs for a couple of years. Um, we bankrupted three studios. We almost bankrupted. Allen Park, Michigan. Um, we mm. used your pension funds to bail out the system to make it work, um, and then it went away. So a lot of the conversation here is really about why this is different than than last time around. Um, but I guess my question for you is more specific. So you're a guy that's kind of generally you're on, you guys are on I guess the left side of the political spectrum. Um, the right, uh, or Mackinac Center is kind of seen as the right. So. This is very bipartisan in a lot of states. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mostly mostly pushed by Democrats here in Michigan. Why should why should people on the left not like these programs? Oh, it, I mean, if if you're if you care about sound budgeting, if you care about responsible tax policy, then you can't embrace film production tax credits or media production tax credits. Generally, you you just can't. You know, compared to you know, you're talking about two hundred million bucks a year for ten years, two billion dollars. What could you do with that amount of money to help children catch up from the COVID pandemic effect? What could you do for your infrastructure? What could you do to help make the state more sticky for high-tech manufacturing? I mean, there's so many better things you could do that would actually last. I mean, the trouble is the film production credits go away when the lights go off. They're ephemeral. Um, And there's all these other states throwing money at the same companies 
So the companies, you know, it's the, the, the degree of subsidization of film is so lavish that it causes what economists call rent seeking. It actually distorts behavior in a way, you know, way beyond what the market would normally dictate. And, and that's the trouble. You're, you're, you're throwing huge amounts of money away at things that are ephemeral. Yeah, I, I think you hit the key point there. And I was actually talking with a friend kind of more on the left about this recently because a, a key argument from the proponents are that, you know, yeah, you spend out the money. And, yeah, maybe we don't get direct taxpayer dollars back. But these are people, they're using this money to rent hotel rooms and to go to events and to do catering and things like that. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I think I saw in your testimony or somebody's testimony in the legislature, you get those effects anyways. If you give the money, if you hire new teachers, teachers buy homes. They pay taxes. They go out to eat. They go to the Detroit Pistons game sometimes. That's right, um, yes. <laughs> and, and so, I mean, yeah, I've never been – that seems a very persuasive argument to lawmakers, but it's been really unpersuasive to me because I think – what do they think the money that you give to – spend on government employees or, or even with tax cuts or whatever. I mean, the money gets spent in some way. We seem to think that yeah, it's, is a better return on film. It's just the lowest return thing I can think of in this in the whole spectrum of incentives that we track at Good Jobs First. I mean, here's the math for a second. You know, films are notorious for not making money, but even if they do make money, Nationally, only about 3% of the film's profits would get taxed by Michigan, right? Because Michigan has about 3% of the United States population. Mm -hmm. so, so you're talking about some little 3% of some profits, and then it gets taxed at 6%, which is your top corporate income tax right there. So, you know, $10 million in profits would get shared down to $300,000 times 6% is, you know, $18,000 in taxes. But if the film spent $5 million producing in, in uh, Michigan, the company would be due for $1.5 million in credits versus right. maybe 18000 in taxes. So calling these a tax credit is, is a whopper. It's nonsense. These are giant cash gifts. Yeah. Is there anything to the point of view that it makes a state look cool or better? I mean, Breaking Bad makes New Mexico – Look great. A uh, house of cards made apparently made people want to go to D.C. You know, whatever. I mean, the thing with Michigan. Even though it was shot in Maryland, yeah. Even though it was shot in Maryland. Well, the Michigan thing is like all we did was we turned Detroit into a war zone for like seven movies. Um, but anyways, I mean, there there is something to people of like, well, we we it's a, basically a commercial for a state. Is there anything to that yeah. point of view? There are arguments to, to be made there, you know, that it's a tourism booster, frankly, and, and maybe a location booster, a site location booster if people think that living and maybe moving their business or setting up a business in a, in a different place would be attractive based on what they saw in a movie. Those are very intangible, very difficult things to measure, and I, I don't think they begin to move the needle out of the, the big loss zone. I, I also have to say that of the ones that we have shot in Michigan and have been a tourism booster or at least try to portray Michigan, like I'm thinking like RoboCop, you know, the war movies. And it doesn't help Detroit's image at all. It doesn't make people want to come here. I, what are, so what is the justification? What are the reasons that you hear, Greg, as to why they actually should do this, aside from the simple fact that the Film Industry Association spent like 17 grand lobbying for this law? Um, what are the real reasons that people give to say, well, no, we really should have this. We should have this back because so far I haven't heard anything. Well, 
in fairness to the advocates for film credits, the other besides the industry itself, there's the union. It's called the International Association of Theatrical and Stage Employees, or IATSE, people who make the sets, provide the makeup, um, you know, do the hair, um, do all the props, you know, cart everything around. Those are good union jobs, and Hollywood is highly unionized. And so obviously, to the extent you have IATSE members in Michigan who haven't gotten much work, I think one gentleman testified that he actually moved to another state, would come back, you know, if there were work for him available there. They are very much in favor of these. The challenge is you've got so many states chasing a finite amount of behavior. So to me, it's just it's just enriching Hollywood. You and I don't have more time to stream movies because Hollywood gets more film credits from a 36th state instead of a 35th state. That's not how it works. Right. Well, that's interesting. It comes down to unions at the end of the day. Uh, Greg Leroy with Good Jobs First. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate your thoughts. Great to be with you. And we'll Bye-bye. be back after a brief break with more of the Mackinac Michigan Show here on WJR. <laughs> 